I hold at your neck the gom java. A poison needle. Instant death. The test is simple. Remove your hand from the box. And you die. What's in the box? Pain. All right, let's get to it. Lots to talk about. Seminars next one up April 1st through the 3rd, then June 3rd through the 5th, then August 12th through the 14th, all those, of course, in Wichita Falls. For training camps coming up, we have two self-sufficient lifter camps on the list, one on March 19th and then one on May 14th, both of those in Wichita Falls, both those covering the squat, press, deadlift, how to film yourself, and how to diagnose your own technique. Then our first ever lift shoot fight camp, that's a two-day camp, April 30th to May 1st, covering the lifts, covering some shooting, and how to be a good snuggler. After that, we have a squat camp going on in Mobile, Alabama on March 19th. Then a couple of squat and deadlift camps still on the list, March 20th in Austin at Starting Strength Austin, March 26th in Moodus, Connecticut at Anino Strength, and then April 9th in Cincinnati at Starting Strength Cincinnati. Then we have our three-lift camp, squat, bench, and deadlift on April 24th in Baltimore. That's at 5 by 3 training. And then finally, the Seoul Brothers in Seoul, South Korea, May 1st, a four-lift camp covering the squat, the press, the deadlift, and the power clean. Speaking of starting strength gyms, I ran into my buddy, the one-man wolf pack, Ray Gillenwater, the other day, although he was upset with me for making fun of his purse. He had kept insisting that it was a satchel and that Indiana Jones also carried one, so I needed to show him a little bit more respect. Anyways, for more information on anything going on with starting strength gyms in particular, head over to locations.startingstrengthgyms.com. Check out what's to come and or request a location, show interest in a location, and who knows, we may be coming to your town. And as usual, for more information on anything that I've talked about, head over to startingstrength.com and check out the right-hand side of the homepage. From the Asgard Company Studios in beautiful Wichita Falls, Texas, from the finest mind in the modern fitness industry, the one true voice in the strength and conditioning profession, the most important podcast on the internet. Ladies and gentlemen, starting Strength Radio. Welcome back to Starting Strength Radio. Uh, this is often remarked on. Look at my conspicuous, look at the conspicuous, the conspicuous absence of headphones on my head and the lack of a shaved head on my head. Does this bother you? doesn't bother me you know what I always say I always say Johnny Carson didn't wear headphones so I don't need him either right somehow Johnny Carson managed to do his tonight show for 80 years or so without headphones and I think I'm fine okay so What have you guys been doing? Anything fun? How about you guys here in the studio I audience? I who you're talking you? to. <laughs> yeah, I was talking to the people, oh, you people know, watching? broadcasting to him. I was just thinking about Johnny Carson's audio production team and the boom mics that they used. Yeah, they are better than you guys. That's true. They were a lot better than you guys. There's and people no doubt. not talking over each other. And the fact that they didn't have to monitor their own voices. Yeah. No, because they... 
you know, all they were concerned about was recording Johnny. Right. Not their own witty retorts and shit. Exactly. <laughs> so. Yeah. I wonder how yeah, many they? people worked on the, uh, on the st- at the studio to produce that show. I bet there One was. man, Johnny Carson. Yeah. Well, two, right? Because he had his. Well, he had Ed. He had Ed. Know, and Johnny and Ed. Doc. Yeah. Doc. When Doc was gone, Tommy Newsom was So there. if they turned the camera around. And then the control room about 25. 35 people yeah, back yeah. there. Oh, yeah. Running that show. I'm sure that's true. Yeah. They had sound people for the band. They had sound people for the desk there. Right. They had. Uh, Our videos. You know, Freddie DeCordova was the director. He was in the director's booth. He's he the one that put the show together. That's right. Did that in real time. Operated the switches. Chose the shots. Yep. That sort of thing. He was the show's producer, Fred DeCordova. A fabulous show. You ought to watch it sometime. Maybe I will. Maybe I will. I, I recommend it. Some of the humor's dated, you know. Yeah. Like when they they call you a turkey and you're supposed to <laughs> laugh and shit. That didn't age well. <laughs> you know. But other than that, the, the show was funnier than hell. Gordon Ramsay's brought back the donkey, calling people a donkey. That's good. God, I, I love Gordon Ramsay. I call Ramsey. my children donkeys all the time. I've never heard of that being it's done. It's probably the same way. Turkey, donkey. Something with an E at the end works yeah. just fine. Yeah. I guess. I, I, who's Gordon Ramsay? He's an excellent celebrity chef. The ripetoe of being a chef. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> he's a chef. He's a chef. He's a chef. He? he talks a lot of shit. <laughs> so he's like Emerald? Nah, he's not anything like Emerald. No. Emerald was pretty good. As a chef, yeah. 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 He was, it was a pretty entertaining yeah. show. I saw it a few times. But, I think uh, you'd like Gordon Whatever Ramsay. happened to him? No idea. He has restaurants right in the airport. Is that Emerald? I don't know. When you're walking through the airport, whose restaurant? I don't go to no, the airport Wolfgang. anymore. Well, you used to rip all the fucking Wolfgang time. Puck. That was, that was somebody Wolfgang else. Puck was the restaurant guy. Uh, that was the guy that had the coffee machine where he had a cup of coffee and he's going <laughs> like he's astonished by the quality of this cup of coffee that he's gotten out of this machine in the airport. <laughs> What he probably was trying to say to you was, This is amazing. This being sold? (laughs) (laughs) This is not, this is not a beverage. (laughs) (laughs) That was Wolfgang. He sold the coffee machine? Wolfgang Puck. He sold the coffee machine? Like at Walmart it or was, It was Wolfgang Puck's signature he probably endorsed had a whole coffee. Line. Yeah, he probably had a whole line of stuff. I, yeah, he sold out. He sold out. Yep. yep. You know. Just Speaking like of you, sold out. Just like you with this paid subscription stuff. Just like me, I sold out to... Uh, to yourself. To myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, uh, here, here's the difference between me and joe rogan at no point am i going to apologize for anything it's not going to do it you know not going to do it joe you fucked up man that's what glassman did the same thing he fucked up and apologized shouldn't have done that they smell blood They smell the blood man they smell the fucking blood and then you know they come in and one all it takes is one of them to rip your gut open a little bit and then then you're, you know, consumed. You're consumed. You disappear. Like Emerald, I guess. 
Did Emerald do that? He didn't apologize to anybody for something, did he? I don't know. I don't know what happened. I know who hasn't apologized for anything. It was Ghislaine Maxwell. <laughs> Nobody gives a shit about her, but they're all mad at Joe Rogan. For, yeah, they're all for, mad Joe Rogan. For talking to doctors on his Ghislaine Maxwell, you know, is uh, arguably the most hated woman on earth. Yeah. Maybe. Nobody talks about her anymore. Nobody cares. Yeah. Nobody cares. Yep. That's the problem. You think she's hated worse than Hillary Clinton? Nobody hates Hillary Clinton. <clears throat> oh, now that's rusty. Come on. I mean, rusty. That's what CNN tells me. I don't know how you get convicted of sex trafficking children and nobody cares who the clients were. Yeah. Right. What in the fuck? Is yeah, that's pretty fucked up, isn't it? But let's they, be they, mad they, at Joe Rogan. They, they blocked. They they made an effort to block all evidence yeah. to point towards the Pope and the Clintons mm, and Clinton. all the other ones. The, the Prince. Was, yeah. Oh, yeah. Andrew. Yeah. Yeah, he was in on that. And there's so many more. So many celebrities. Oh, yeah. So you guys keep... Well, it's just, you know... You guys stay mad at Rogan. And let's just let... Yeah, let's just... Go on <laughs> Rogan is an interesting... He's a Fuck. useful distraction. Yeah, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He's a useful distraction. That's that's why we're supposed to be thinking about him right now. Right. And what was Rogan's crime? Talking to talking doctors about about mm-hmm. Talking about ivermectin. Talking about ivermectin. Oh. It five years ago, could you have predicted? I mean, we've all known for a long time how fucked up everything is and how stupid everybody is and the absolute lack of credibility the media's got. And You know, we all know all this shit. We've known it for years and years and years. But could you have predicted five years ago that we would be sitting here in a situation where Ghislaine Maxwell is completely ignored the- and Joe Rogan is being is in the process of being eviscerated for telling the truth about an effective treatment for a disease with a 99.98% survival rate. Or even discussing it. So little. None of this makes the slightest He didn't even tell people this is is the answer. He was just talking about it with doctors. Right. That's it. Dr. McCullough. At no Dr. point Malone, at, at no point did Joe Rogan say, You should do this. No, no, he's just he's just having a discussion with these experts. And told people what he field. did. And and told people what he did. It's medical misinformation. Misinformation. Is it disinformation or misinformation? They said miss, miss. so it's gotta be misinformation. Miss. Mm-hmm. All right, what is it we do here? Because I'm not clear. I don't know what do we, we do. We do misinformation either? or disinformation? No, we just promote extremist content here. Oh. Extremist content. White supremacy. Sure. That sort of thing. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Right. You know who the prosecutor was on Ghislaine's trial? Oh. Fucking Comey's daughter. Who? Comey's daughter. Yeah. Oh, I do remember that. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing to see here. Nothing to see here, guys. (laughs) Nothing to see here. (laughs) (laughs) So what they do? They convicted Ghislaine. They convicted her, and that was it. You never heard from her. And now where is she? Out of the news cycle. Did they kill her or what? I guess they didn't have to. Just, she's over. in a cell. It's over. She's probably not in a cell. She's probably in a very comfortable location. Oh, yeah. Undisclosed. Doing her sentence. Yep. Well, well, they had to give her something to keep quiet, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, no shit. 
Oh, God. Wait, this is disinformation. Disinformation means it's wrong. It's false, right? right. Misinformation means it's a distraction. That's what I get out of the disinformation. The, the inflection to, in the words. Disinformation shit. is to uh, is lies. Is to well, yeah, it's right, right. right. But misinformation <laughs> means disinformation is to deceive. Misinformation. This is disinformation. This is misinformation. Confuse. Misinformation right. confuses. Disinformation deceives. lies too. Right. Right. Okay. Well, something like that. No, disinformation is the one that's false intending to mislead. That's what I mean. Okay. Misinformation. False. To confuse. Misinformation. To What's the, the, are you online there? Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at What's misinformation mean? Misinformation is false or inaccurate information, especially that which is deliberately intended to deceive. So they're the same thing. So it's the same, same thing. The same fucking so thing. So they're synonymous. Yeah. No, they're not. That can't be. So Fox News. Because, I, I mean, if they were perfect synonyms, there wouldn't be two different Fox words. Fox News is misinformation. CNN is disinformation. Right. Right. Okay. I can that live works. with that. MSNBC is irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> 20,000 viewers. <laughs> 20,000 viewers. You realize that we have more viewers than MSNBC. We have more subscribers than who was it you were talking about? We have more subscribers than. Uh, than uh, Brian Stelter. Has, has that little, viewers. That little yeah. bowling pin looking guy <laughs> that works for CNN. <laughs> Oh, shit. All right. Well, now that we've killed about 15 minutes for no apparent reason, let's get on with the show here, shall we? And get to everyone's favorite segment. <laughs> Comments, Comments from, from the, the haters. haters. Well, we got some Lulus this time. <laughs> Some turkeys on there. Perhaps the real reason he hates the trap bar is because he dropped it on his foot and ripped a toe. Oh God! Man. That's the level at which these wow. people operate. Wow! Ripped a toe? Hell, I've never heard that before. That was a very sincere groan from me. That one just. Did people think that was funny at some point? I mean. I guess. When you were a kid and people said that, they just oh, yeah. thought they were being hilarious. Yeah. Mark ripped his toe. I got Delga Dildo. <laughs> Delga <laughs> Dildo. Well, when I was a kid, nobody <laughs> knew what a dildo was. I That's like that one. Guys like Rusty. <laughs> you guys were like, at that age. Guys like Rusty. You were that age at a point in the in the degradation of society where kids, kids, kids your age knew what a dildo was. Right. We didn't have any idea. Yeah. That you lived even. in the golden years for sure. Yeah. He's still, All right. he's still chuckling. All right, starting during network previews for sword movies. Uh, Consumer Extraordinaire says, is this really what this podcast has been reduced to? I think those are actually at a higher level than what we usually do. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, really. Uh, let's see here. Ribs, 500-pound deadlift. That's from almost six years ago. Uh, back looks a little rounded, mate. <laughs> mate. Drop down to 135 and work on form. 
lift your chest. I can't. Your chest. chest. All you have to do to speak like a Southern Hemisphere Brit <laughs> is to mispronounce every one of the vowels. <laughs> I've always said for people who invented the English language, they suck at it. Yeah. They really do. Yeah, they really, you know, they, it's it's awful yeah. to listen to them talk. Who is that pretty blonde girl from New Zealand that you can't stand to hear talk? Have you ever seen her on – she's done some stuff on the COVID thing. Hmm. Oh, I don't know. Pretty girl. Beautiful, pale blonde hair, perfect blue eyes. But you can't listen – I can't listen to her talk. I can't. I watch one of the videos. I have to turn it off because it's <laughs> – it's so fucked up. That that woman, Prime Minister Teeth down in New Zealand. <laughs> Jacinda Ardern. I can't listen to that. Yeah, it's, it's just a so strange. All right, here is uh, someone uh, uh, by the name of Tanhu Ulusoy. Which is apparently uh, some third world name of some sort. Sounds Southeast Asian. Yeah, it does. Nice spine press. He's talking about Chase's 405 <laughs> spine press. Yeah, I mean, it's wrong. But look, it's only 405. <laughs> spine it's only 405. That's like, I mean, you can do it wrong. You can do anything with 405. <laughs> right? It's not like it was heavy or anything. So. All right, here's the trap bar again, who continues to, that, that, that's the most, that is the most return on investment yep. video we have ever done. We should do another one. See, you can't plan it, though. You can't plan it. No, you, you don't know. Mm. You don't know. Because we plan another one like that, it's not going to. You mm-hmm. don't know what's going to tickle the taint, you know? You don't no, know what's gonna you have no idea yep. what's going to hit, yep. you know? <clears throat> it's like throwing the shit up against the wall and see what sticks, Right. right? And that's stuck. All right. Trap bar, completely useless. Here's the comment. You are a caveman. <laughs> Old Vinny Rodriguez says, you are a caveman. I mean, it's not too far off. That's on the trap bar video. Is yeah. that right? Oh, nice. All right. Uh, here's a network preview. Bodybuilding, starting strength, and something else. All right. Eccentric work isn't necessary for anything, Rip. You should know that you are stronger in the eccentric direction versus concentric, right? Oh, wait. That's why fives over time, fives over time, without changing the rip, beats the crap out of your joints. What? They work for starting strength, but once you are no longer a beginner, Hypertrophy is necessary for long-term adaptation. There we go. Well, there we go. There you have it. Hypertrophy. It's funny how anytime anybody says hypertrophy, they mean lightweight. You could also say volume, <laughs> and they just these people on the internet just say the two terms reflexively. Yes. Hypertrophy, volume, uh, volume, depending hypertrophy, on, depending on volume and hypertrophy. To. That's that's depending the key to long-term to. growth. Right. I mean, ask Ronnie Coleman. Yeah. That's right, man. You know, Dorian. Yep. He exclusively used 135 for sets of 20. Yep. You know how many times Ronnie Coleman walked in the gym and said, I'm doing hypertrophy today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, that's what happened. It's hypertrophy day. He never doubled 800. <laughs> no. No. In fact, he that was the first time he ever had anything close to 800 on his back. That's when he did it for yeah. 12 reps. Eight he did, to 12. Oh, no, 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 no. He did 225. Eight. No, he did 675 at RPE 8 for months. And then just went to 800. <laughs> and then he's like, fuck it. Let's try RPE. it. <laughs> and just nailed it. Just yeah. fucking nailed it. <laughs> okay. Uh... Here's this what? Oh, that's good. Physical therapist. Okay. Oh. Physical therapist. Are you going to entertain it? Well, it's just standard physical therapy bullshit, you know. It's, a, it's an appeal to uh, authority. What video was it and on? And rubber bands. And it's referring to the shoulder rehab case study. Oh. Uh, Which is an excellent video. Yes, it is. Excellent video. And it's used by right. physical therapists who have their head out of their ass. In my opinion, this technique is dangerous, as could result in re-tearing the repair. I don't think he fully explains the biomechanics of humeral scapular rhythm mm. or the impingement zone, which is apparently 60 to 120 degrees of shoulder flexion which you pass through constantly and you approach. This rehab approach overlooks the importance of scapular retraction, strengthening through activation of the middle trap and rhomboids while avoiding excessive upper trap contraction. I know you hate the word activation. People need to know that the most common time to re-rupture re your repair is 12 weeks after injury. When the pain has subsided, but the strength isn't back. It's funny how he bashes the physical therapist for not doing enough functional activities with legs, but goes right to the non-functional, non-functional, full shoulder flexion activity for shoulder rehab. Mm. Really, how many things do we do at end range of shoulder flexion? No, I, I can't read any more of this. This is just too intense. Sounds like you just hurt his feelings. That's what it pulled. Sounds like to. a guy who read about shoulder rehab. Yeah. <clears throat> Who's never actually had a shoulder and rehab then, himself. And then decided that the way he read it was the right way to do it. Yeah, that's obviously. he's. Well, he's after all, he is a DPT. Yeah. After all, he is a doctor. How many things do you do at end range shoulder flexion? Well, how well, about fucking brush your hair? <laughs> You know, put your shirt on. Put your shirt asshole. on. You know, it's all kinds of things. Get a box from a shelf. Doc. Uh, but see, the way he wants you to do it will keep him in business. Sure. Because he can charge people insurance for three, four oh, months. Yeah, fuck. Maybe uh, if he would have used those bands and small weights to improve external rotation strength, he wouldn't have torn his rotator cuff in the first place. Mm. Just some <laughs> thoughts from one of those dumb, overpriced PTs. Well, at least he understands the situation. <laughs> All right. Oh, and here is... Uh, here's something for Nick D. Ooh. This is from Shoulder Strength, uh, or Start Strength Network Previews, The Seven Samurai. For me, so that, well, I wasn't this, I'm that. sitting here talking to Muster. He says, "Who, who's this guy? Nick D with an age filter on? 
So Musser. What do you think he means, Monday? He thinks Musser is me with a He thinks filter, you look like Musser. Except 15 except, years younger. Except Musser is gray and you're I'm still brown? a POC. <laughs> This is obvious racism. <laughs> because I mean I wish a I person would, of hey, color I mean this man. is this is obviously racism. It is. It is. I, I that's a high standard. I, I wish I looked like Musser. I mean that's a handsome well, I do that's too. a handsome man. I know you do too. Yeah. You do, I do. Everybody wishes you looked like Musser. <laughs> Especially Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> She's had a thing for Musser for quite some I time. I always knew it. I've, I always fucking knew it. It's what I hear. Every time I see them around each <laughs> That's other. That's what I hear. There's just electricity. It pisses me off. Have they ever been around each other? <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming for you, Musser. All right. Here's the last one now. I'd uh, pay for to see that fight, by the no, way. I would, just, I would, it wouldn't I would pay it. to see it. It wouldn't It'd be it a bloodbath. Last long, be a bloodbath. It'd be a bloodbath. Be weapons involved. Musser's too old. He probably fights dirty. <laughs> you know he fights dirty. Yeah. No, 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 no. No, bear, if just he bare fights hands. at all, he fights yeah, we're dirty. We're not going to do that. Just cage match. <laughs> so, Starting Strength is self-aware enough to know that the podcast is essentially garbage at this point, but it's a numbers game like everything on the internet. Mm. If enough people subscribe, it will go on. That's an astute observation. I'm pretty sure we'd do this if there's like 10 subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> if enough people subscribe, it'll it go on. It will go on. Now that is some profound shit. All right. And that's... Comments. Comments. From... from. The haters. You think I'm putting enough uh, vitriol into the into my outro? Yeah. On these things, yeah. hey, people are people understand the hate. It's definitely more tired sounding. <laughs> well, it's just I'm tired. So it's, yeah. Probably got something to do with that. <laughs> Okay, so it's Q&A day, as you might have gathered from the paper on the desk. Uh, what'd you do with Bree? She left. She left? Who's going to do her little deal with the camera? I guess me, hopefully, if I don't mess it up. Did <clears throat> it's she been a while. She mentioned that to you before she left? She did. Did she? She did, yeah. Well, do you remember which button to push? Do my best, man. Just start pushing buttons yeah. until something happens. Until something happens. All right. So we got a few things here. These are from our network subscribers. Thank God we've the got the few, the handful, <laughs> the handful of subscribers. The handful of subscribers keep us making. We do show. have keep us busy here. Yep. Okay. Um. Here's a entertainment thing here from Andy S. He says, Rip, I'm the only other fan of the 13th Warrior. There have been two very good sword TV series in the past five years, Vikings and The Last Kingdom. Both are set around 1000 A.D. when the Vikings started to raid England. They have big budgets, shoot on location with built sets, do large battle scenes, excellent stories, and groups of men, families that you root for. 
Have you seen either of these? Maybe Bree, Nick, or Rusty have. If not, would you be interested if I sent Blu-rays for one of them? You're missing out on some good shit without streaming. Vikings was excellent. At least uh, I saw Vikings. I didn't like that guy that was the head Viking that whispered all the time. Oh, you didn't like Ragnar? The guy no, Ragnar? I didn't care for him. I liked him. I liked he, him. He needed another about fifty pounds of body weight, yeah. and to be convincing, and uh, his uh, extremely soft-spoken approach was—I didn't find it compelling mm. at all. I liked it. In, uh, a lot of people did. Yeah, apparently. Lots of people did. Well, I liked it up. Andy in, S liked it. I liked I it up like until it. Ragnar died, because it was fairly historically accurate. Fairly. Was it a history? Which channel? Ragnar are we yeah. talking about historically here? Uh, Ragnar Roth is it Rothbrook? Lothbrook. Yeah. Probably. Lothbrook. I got bored. It's a History Channel show, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah, fantastic. I, I, I got kind of bored. I liked I it. I, I watched about three of them, and I thought. The this Last is, Kingdom is yeah. on my when it, list. When it, started, when it started following uh, Ivar the Boneless, he is such an unlikable character. It's like, why am I watching this? Yeah. Well, I, I you know, didn't see but three or four of them, and I didn't think it was that good. Mm-hmm. Uh, my problem is, and will always be, Deadwood. I mean, you just, everything compared to that enjoy a show after that can't Can't enjoy enjoy another fucking show because everything's (laughs) shit compared to deadwood uh last kingdom i haven't seen what's that about i haven't seen that one i have it's on my list i haven't watched it i just watched the trailer it looks great but it's about vikings and shit right so when was that it's produced recent it's It's on right now you mean is it netflix i believe so yeah it's netflix or amazon or something well i might have to get the first season of that and look at it you need Uh, to watch uh true detective I've been. I've watched like five of those. Oh, you did five or six of think? them so far. Uh, I like it. Yeah. I like it pretty good. It's going to get boring here pretty quick. I don't know. It ramps up hard. I think episode uh, five. Did you see the episode where he went undercover yet? Yeah, I love that yeah, episode. I'm in that one right now. That big probably just finished that long up. scene is fantastic. It was. Uh, yeah, I thought that. Uh, uh, Harrelson did a real good job in that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, Matthew McConaughey's a good actor. Uh, both those guys are very well cast for that thing, and it's it's pretty good. good. I'll yeah. give you that. It's good. pretty damn good. good. I'm glad uh, you like it. But uh, yeah, about five deep. Mm-hmm. Just got through with the undercover chapter. Okay. Yeah. So we'll push on through that and watch the rest of them. Um, but I guess I need to, having dismissed Vikings, I have to try to obtain first season of The Last Kingdom and, and see how uh, see how that measures up to my admittedly very high standards. Um, another you show know. that I'm watching right now is fantastic is Fargo. Holy shit, it's good. Fargo? Fargo is fantastic. You're not talking about the movie. No, 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 no. They, 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 they made a TV series that kind of follows this uh, line of uh, sheriff law enforcement. Yeah. And it follows the daughter, and the next season is her dad when he was a young man. Um, but it's it's phenomenal. It really yeah. is. Yeah. Well, yeah, that, was that movie was, uh, was, that movie was a, a, an amazing 
very very dark comedy. It, that, that's that's <laughs> what this is too. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah it's um, the Coen I just brothers. Never forget them feeding that guy into the blue <laughs> chipper. chipper. Yep. <laughs> Shit like that happens. It's a real matter of fact, you know. Yeah. It's just yeah, that was that was. Shit that was happens funny. like that, and this uh, the Coen brothers actually are executive producers. And they, whoever's doing the writing, did a real good job on catching that that feeling. Really? Yeah. Well, it, it's probably the same. Are the Cohen brothers involved in the show? They're the executive producers. Oh, they're well. Yeah. It, you know, one of the Cohen brothers, I can't remember which one it is, is married to Frances McDormand, mm-hmm. mm. who's the lady that was the yeah Fargo mm-hmm. the the lead movie. in Fargo. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, <laughs> that was a. That was really an amazing movie. It really was. I haven't seen it in a long time, but it's thing was, yeah, shit. Has the Coen Brothers ever done anything that's not amazing, though? Uh, no, really, they haven't. Mm. They're real good at making you feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're good at making the audience feel like, "What in the hell am I watching this for?" Yeah, you know. But you can't, you can't quit. No. Yep. All right, now. Uh, moving forward. All right. Oh, you know, I've, I've been meaning to. We need to figure out a way to modernize our our dialogue here on the podcast. I need to start using vibrant and impactful. Are we going to start using pronouns? More, more. What? People's pronouns? When they're... I'm talking about these two words. Oh. Vibrant and impactful because they're so... Impactful. impactful. <laughs> and vibrant. And vibrant. Yeah, I need to just throw these in whenever I can because then it'll make us look like we're uh, modern. It definitely improves things, I think, you know? all around. Yeah, for sure. Or we could start saying he or she. Yeah. Every time there's a... No, it's they. No. A they. It's they. They, yeah. the plural, singular and plural. Because it might not be just. He I or just she, got a. They. I just got people keep turning these articles in to me, for the website, and they keep saying, talking about the client, and they. The client, my client, they. Yep. That's just. That's what we were all taught. Where does that all come from? That's what we were all taught. I was taught is that, that is in, that taught in school now? I was taught that in, for, there's no there's not the, no it's not taught now. That that's how it's been taught for a long time. That's how I learned it. That they <laughs> was the the what, general the, the whatever the when you don't know if it's the a plural girl, you say they when, they actually address it from the gender standpoint. When you don't know if it's a he or she, it's they. it's they it's they yeah. yes. Wow. That's how I learned in it had to be middle school, I guess. Yeah. And then in high school it was the same thing. I didn't know that that was actually taught in school. <clears throat> and I had some good English teachers. Well little old nuns. That wanted you to use they at least they as a singular. At least they pronoun. didn't correct it. At least they didn't correct it. Right. So Well that's interesting. Yeah. Well, so it's before that, all this social justice bullshit and now it's just I'd like, like to have been in that <clears throat> meeting. You know. Meeting of the English department. All right, heads up, number no longer counts. Singular, plural. I, I don't know. So I got to go through and I got to look for 
the instances of the misuse of these things and i get through with the edit and then i got to go control f and i've got to find all the instances of they them their and make sure they're correct in the in the deal and it's 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 a pain in the ass it's a pain in the ass but it oh and i never i never never i never gave a shit until now that uh they means a different thing and now it's uh, i'm i'm make very damn sure that i'm if if it's going to be one person it's going to be the right way to do it it's going to be he it's going to be he is the default gender masculine is the default gender in the english language i'm sorry that's not my rule that's the rule that's their rule i guess i just don't want to be mistaken it's his rule I just don't want to be mistaken for an ally or some shit. Yeah, I don't want to be mistaken for woke, for politically correct. For I want to be mistaken ally. for somebody that actually has an education in the use of the English language. So, this will show up. Comments from the yeah. haters. And it'll be eventually down there on the floor with the rest of it. All right. All right. Here's an interesting question. And I don't know why they're asking me this, but <laughs> what would be your version of prison reform? Release everybody who is in prison for a victimless crime. Could do that. Could start there. Release all political prisoners. Release everybody that is currently uh uncharged and imprisoned in the dungeon in the dc jail for absolutely no reason whatsoever no charges no trial but still you know yeah a prisoner you know like in turkey or cuba right that's that's the most sickening miscarriage in this whole goddamn thing those poor fuckers are just sitting there I wonder how they did that. In, in jail? I wonder you know, how they did that. you remember when they used to bitch about this same thing taking place in uh, Guantanamo? Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. Remember how the left used to bitch about all this shit? Now, the left is perfectly happy as long as their political enemies are in, uh, in jail in the dungeon in D.C. on U.S. soil. Did they categorize them as terrorists or some shit? How do they have them... <clears throat> They haven't categorized them as anything. They haven't charged them with anything. Who's been convicted in that whole deal? Has anyone been convicted of insurrection? We hear this word over and over, insurrection, insurrection. I know they lost the guy, the one who's the fucking informant. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just disappeared. Well, oh, name? they just—they they didn't him. lose him. They know where of he's at. They know where, he's at. they know where they put him. Well, they know exactly where name? he's at. Oh fuck, I can't remember. I—I can see his yeah, face. Yeah, I can't remember either. But... Damn, we got to remember his name. Right. <clears throat> Who is that FBI? So informant? anyway, the the prison reform it would probably start there. You know, I don't think that. Uh, you know. You ought to be putting people in jail for, but that's criminal justice reform. That's justice system reform, <clears throat> prison reform. I don't know. I've never been in prison. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how I would reform prison. I don't know enough about how they run or anything. You know that I have refused to see. Uh, what is that? The Green Mile. I have refused to see Shawshank Redemption because I just don't like prison movies. And I'm not going to watch a prison movie because I just I don't want to be in prison. And when I watch movies, it's because I want to be there instead of here. So I haven't watched Shawshank Redemption. I don't like anything about prisons. 
not interested in how they run or anything. So I'm the wrong guy to ask about prison reform. I got some thoughts on criminal justice reform, but that's a whole show. So right. let's move on. Yeah. Moving along now. Moving right Moving along. along. Vibrantly. I'm always curious about this because you always say that that you want to be in the you want to be in the movie or not yeah. in the movie, but you in the uh, environment so of the movie. I'd like to be in outer space. The Exorcist. I'd like to be. Where are you, who are you in the Exorcist? Are you just in the room hanging out? Yeah, I'd be in the room <laughs> hanging out, watching all this weird shit going on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that'd be fun to do. Eat that. his popcorn. <laughs> popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> See if anybody needs a drink. That motherfucker yeah. just jumped out the window. <laughs> you know, I could, I could stand there. I'm not going to be in prison. You, know? you can't leave prison. No. I could walk out of the room and you know, walk exercise. down the steps if I didn't fall. <laughs> All right, so now, let's see. All right, it says, hey, Rip. Just wondering, and I think this is important for the Canadian starting strength members and starting strength members who don't know much about us. Have you ever been up here to Canada? Have you experienced the beautiful north with its endless mountains, lakes, and friendly people? Have you ever enjoyed good poutine? If you were here before, where did you visit? And please give us details. Well, I've been to Canada three or four times, and I'm not going back to Canada. Uh, that every time I've been to Canada, the Canadian uh, border people have uh, have really pissed me off. You know that is the most. Well, it, it, every time I've been through there, I always get stood up in front of some twenty-eight-year-old woman who has just graduated from cunt school and. Uh, is you got inappropriate fucking questions for a, somebody coming into the country who's not a baby rapist? You know, I'm, I'm just not going to be treated that way. So the and, you, you know, like Canadians that? probably don't know what goes on when they come into their country. It's but pretty it's, rough. It's you've been there one time, yeah, one time, and they're cocksuckers. Yeah, they're the most fucking vicious, rude pieces of shit. And, you know, I, I, when you come into the United States, you're not treated this way. Right. You know. So, no, I'm not going back to Canada. I don't need to be in Canada. That you day. can get poutine in the U.S. I can make poutine. Yeah, yeah it's good. I, you can make it's poutine. Tasty. But I can, I, I can do that at my house here in Wichita County, you know, since I know how. It's not a particularly complicated recipe. It's not something that's confined Canada, only to Canada, all. you know. So, no, I'm not coming back to Canada. Yeah, I've been in, uh, been to Edmonton, been to Calgary, been to Toronto a couple of times. I wonder what it's like if you drive. We drove through. Was it the same situation time. when you drive with the it's, border uh, people? Yeah, it is. It's the same situation. It's, it's, it, they don't have as much time to invent ways to fuck with you. Yeah. Since there's a line of cars behind you. But it's uh, when one of my clients went there two months ago, he had yeah. to get COVID tested three times at the airport. Three times. Three times. Walking through the airport. Yep. I think when he landed, when he was there, and whenever he left. Yeah. That's yeah. fine. Uh, it's his fault for flying anywhere. Don't fly. I'm sorry. Things are different now. You can't. You can't do things you used to could do. You know, things are different. 
You can't fly. You just can't do it. You just got to drive. You can't drive, don't go. I'm sorry. I had a lot of fun traveling to the UK a long time ago, but you can't go there now. It's off limits. You know, I don't go anywhere without my fucking pocket knife because I might need to, you know, cut something. And you can't go into the UK with a pocket knife. So I don't need to be there that bad already seen it don't need to see it now you know i'm sorry things are different things are different now at different times in history things are different and no i'm not going back to canada i'm not going back to the uk probably not ever going to visit cuba everything i think of every time i think of cuba i think of being sweaty (laughs) i don't like to be sweaty i've got enough of that shit here in wichita county in the summer <laughs> uh let's see so yeah that's the wonderful you know the endless mountains lakes and friendly people we have that here people are friendly there people are friendly people are i can't can't fault the friendliness of the right. canadians except that the cunt graduates that they have working <laughs> at the border <laughs> They're not friendly people. They're nasty little cunts. Maybe that's like the entrance process is if you're mean, like growing up, they're like, we oh, have well, a job for we you. got a job for you. Yeah. yeah. Right. Because there's so few of them. Right. Could be. Mm-hmm. They're selected. <laughs> oh, God. 12 weeks. Yeah, ago. every time I go, every time <laughs> I've been through there, it's been some new hell, some nastiness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you always saying that, and then uh, and then I'm there, and like, wow, this is yeah, he this wasn't is he wasn't wrong, impressive. He wasn't <laughs> level wrong. Of assholery going on here. They look through all your <laughs> shit, this gotcha shit. Yeah. <laughs> I went to one time. I'll go ahead and tell you this. This is kind of funny. <laughs> Me being old and shit, I don't mind telling you this. I went to one time, and I've got uh, and and staff is with me, and. Uh, we're all everybody's standing there and they're going they're tearing through my bags just yours just mine tearing through my bags and uh <laughs> she looks in my shaving kit and she pulls out my little box that i've got of of sildenafil of viagra uh-huh. and she goes Ah-ha-ha! what's this what are these pills <laughs> and i said i looked at her and i said those are my erectile dysfunction medications. <laughs> Is it okay if I bring that in? I really appreciate you're showing everybody in the goddamn airport this in front of my girlfriend here. Thank you very much. And I tell you, and I, that's oh, what I did. And she goes, put it back in the bag and walked off. Wow. <laughs> Shit. Oh, it's. It's just amazing. <laughs> just absolutely amazing. But hopefully I paid the bitch back. Yeah. Hopefully. I probably didn't. She probably went and got a cup of coffee and laughed about it to right. fellow cunts <laughs> in the cunt room <laughs> there at the Canadian border. <laughs> oh, another feather in her cap. <laughs> Pissing off an old white man. Yes. 
Texan. How would she have any way to test whatever whatever you told her? How would she know what it was? She wouldn't know. She just she fucking didn't care. Well, She's just trying to, that's just trying to embarrass me. They're just fucking with you. They're just fucking with you. They're just trying to embarrass you. They're just trying to, you know, impress upon their superiors what cunts they are. Yeah. And, you know, a five-minute exposure to any of those people yep. will adequately demonstrate the level of cunt. Right. It's bad enough with our TSA here. Oh, it's these people are... Because they go out of their way. Uh, to TSA is like incompetent. They go out of their way to act like I'm just doing my job I, type shit. Every know? time I have been yeah. in line, I've talked shit loudly about the TSA, and I've always been searched. Yeah, they'll, <laughs> it's very yeah, odd. Yeah, they'll, they'll do that. But they're, <laughs> the, the Canadian people have a this. This is an art form to them. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah, you know? the, yeah. The 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 TSA hate their job. Yeah, and they they're supposed to act like. You know they're friendly and shit. Yeah, they hate where, you. Where they are actively uh, encouraged to be shitty. It yeah. seems like. Yeah, the Canadian people are actively encouraged to be shitty. Right. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. They would rather you turn around and leave yep. than come into the country. There's no doubt. So uh, anyway, <laughs> well, that's enough about the fucking Canadians. All right, let's see. We like most of you guys. You know, most <laughs> of you guys are. You know, you're certainly friendly. You're certainly polite. Don't talk much at the seminars. But. And, and, you know, and I must go ahead and say this. You guys are really impressing us down here with the truckers situation. Yeah, no shit. Uh, the truckers' behavior is finally somebody is standing up on their hind legs. And you may be having a positive influence on behavior all around the goddamn world. And thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. It's time somebody said no. Right? And your Canadian truck drivers have got some big old balls. And we appreciate them. You, if you know any of them, you tell them that we appreciate it. All right? But your, your border people are cunts. <laughs> All right. Here, as I really enjoyed your discussion with Dr. Kendrick and Dr. Bush, do you have any upcoming plans to tackle more medical misconceptions? Well, you know, we are going to talk to Keith Nichols about TRT again here pretty quick. And uh, here in two or three weeks, we're going to record another podcast with Keith, and we're going to talk about some rather specific topics regarding TRT that are that are misconceptions people have so keith and i are going to speak specifically about some of the some of the objections that uh people who don't know anything about this have uh with respect to trt we're going to talk about uh, some of the blood values and where those come from and misconceptions about uh, prostate cancer and all this other stuff the stuff we touched on with uh with joe bush but we're going to talk to we're going to talk to Keith about these things. I think these are important topics, and uh, so yeah, I've got that coming up, and uh, uh, that's the most immediate thing. I've got some ideas for some long term stuff, but right now, Keith will be our guest here very soon. All right, this is a rather long one. Uh, it really is too long to deal with, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna truncate it for you. Uh, recently had an evaluation session with a potential new client, 13 years old, hit a growth spurt, shot up four to six inches over 
the year 2021, is close to six feet tall, but not any more than 135 pounds soaking wet. Perfect candidate for the novice linear progression, gallon of milk a day, and there's a good chance I can get mom and dad on board. With strength training, he'd been doing some semi-guided strength classes at another local gym, but there was little to no one-on-one supervision. However, with the growth spurt, he's developed of knee pain and was unable to get his left leg to full extension. Flexion of the knee was okay, and we were able to get him into a halfway decent hip hinge. Uh, that, that term is so stupid. Mm, He's, hip hinge. This guy hadn't been to our uh, seminar. After adjusting his bar position in center of gravity, after our session, family doctor sent him for an MRI where they found a ganglion cyst behind the patella. Okay, doctor apparently hadn't seen anything like this before, but with a quick Google search, I found plenty of examples in running and cycling endurance athletes. Their doctor recommended stretching and acupuncture. That's always effective. <laughs> Along with a referral to an orthopedic surgeon for further evaluation. I was unable to find much information beyond most ganglion cysts are benign and tend to go away on their own. And if not, they can be drained. Well, if it's if it's a ganglion cyst, it is by definition benign. If that, in fact, is what it is. I don't know what causes them. See that little bump on my wrist right there? That's a ganglion cyst. All right. It's just stupid looking, but other than that, it doesn't really, doesn't really do anything. Let me show you a little trick. Everybody see the little bump right there? Now, I'm just going to apply some pressure to this for a second. And I want you to watch the difference with about 30 seconds worth of pressure. Apparently, uh, whatever goo is in this ganglion cyst arises from within the wrist joint. And you've got a little encapsulated area that rises up. And uh, these things, if they're real big, can be kind of in the way and painful and stuff. But you can rupture them yourself. In fact, I've heard these called... Uh, referred to as a Bible cyst because what people used to do is take their wrist and open it up so that the bump is exposed and then take a take a thick book and hit it with the book and rupture the cyst and they'd go away. Hmm. See that? About half the size. Mm-hmm. And it'll take it a while to reinflate. Doesn't hurt. Doesn't bother me. Very common. High percentage of populations got these things. I've never heard of one behind the patella. And uh, I don't know. If, if that's really what it is, I certainly as hell wouldn't worry about it. His question is, if training, uh, squats and deadlifts would be appropriate. I know the doctor will say rest and immobilization is the only non-surgical option. <laughs> But I'd rather hear from someone who has a strength training answer based on experience. My plan was started to start with a 15-pound training bar or 35-pound bar, work on the mechanics of the movements to improve flexibility. Well, if he can squat below parallel with a bar, he doesn't need to improve flexibility. I was thinking sled work, pull to keep push-pull to keep the knees moving in for conditioning and get him doing some upper body strength work. Any advice would be welcome. Uh, look, just start him on the program. Start him on the program. If the, if the, since 
ganglion cysts are benign. If it ruptures, it ruptures. Okay? What are we resting? He's been resting. You think more rest is going to help this kid? You know, if it becomes a problem, if it gets painful, then you get another opinion about uh, what it actually is from another orthopedic surgeon. Uh, I I have no experience with a with a what's called a what you're calling a ganglion cyst inside the joint capsule of the knee. I've never heard of that because if it's behind the patella, it's within the joint capsule of the knee. If that's actually what it is. It's benign. How could he possibly know that's what it is? I don't know that. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe the surgeons had some experience operating on these right. and has opened it up and looked at it and has determined it's a ganglion cyst and removed it. But what's to keep it from coming back? Yeah. What caused it to begin with? I think if you start training, the thing's going to sort itself out. It'll mash it, rupture it, everything will be fine. Yep. But, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Let me let me say right up front, I don't know. You know, could be bone cancer. You know, probably the smartest thing I could do is recommend another opinion right now. It's true, yeah. Uh, because I have no experience with that. So, good luck. All right, Ben says, hi, all. Just wondering if you can dive into the physiology behind eccentric versus concentric loading on body. After often hearing that it's volumes of eccentric loading that causes muscle soreness, I got to wondering what was the physiological differences and how it affects the body. Would stress recovery adaptation happen via different pathways for two individuals, one doing only eccentric versus one doing concentric training? All right. All right, look, men, go to Wikipedia and look up sarcomere, S-A-R-C-O-M-E-R-E. And in the sarcomere article on Wikipedia, you are going to, if you look at it carefully, you will see what the mechanism is by which eccentric loading causes soreness. Anytime you get very, very sore, you have done an unaccustomed amount, an unadapted to amount of eccentric loading. Eccentric loading makes the muscles inflamed, and the mechanism has to do with the contractile machinery of the sarcomere. It's the cross bridge part of the thing. And when those cross bridges are damaged by eccentric lengthening, the repair mechanism is in is inflammatory and the inflammation is what you're perceiving as the soreness all right all of our movement patterns have got an eccentric and a concentric component now since we don't emphasize lowering the deadlift slow that one probably oh you could consider that to be not terribly eccentric dependent but the squat the bench press, and to a lesser extent, the press and the deadlift all contain concentric and eccentric components to their work. So two individuals, one doing only eccentric versus one doing concentric training, how do you do only eccentric training? 
What does that look like? Yeah, well, it doesn't know. look like barbell training, so I don't know. Yeah, and as soon as you as soon as you try to separate the two things, you're no longer doing just normal. You're no movement. longer doing barbell you're, training. Well, you're, and you're not doing movement either because you never you're never doing only concentric stuff or only eccentric like shit isn't designed to work that way right so normal why? human movement is both eccentric and right. concentric and isometric yeah normal human movement contains all three types of muscle contraction right. all of which are right. done through barbell training too and all which are trained through barbell yep. training and developed and improved dear coach rip first i wanted to say thank you and all your team blah 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 all right two questions chin-ups is it okay to perform chin-ups with a neutral wrist, meaning hands and wrists facing each other? That's bullshit. What's well, fine with me? I wanted to hear the thanks part. Yeah. You, why? What the hell? Hey, he'd he wish he'd learned of it sooner. It's a thing. Oh, okay. Oh, so you know, it a, okay. I thought, was, I thought he was getting ready to thank me for something. No, he's not. Okay. It's a thankless job. You have a thankless job. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, luckily, I can teach my children in the future. All right. So <laughs> when I perform chin-ups with a supinated grip, they hurt my elbows. I have a pull-up attachment that goes over my in-rack pull-up bar, allows for a neutral wrist. Is this okay, or should I stop being a pussy and chin with a supinated grip? Well, uh, if you do uh, either pull-ups or uh, a uh partially supinated grip like a parallel grip chin up uh, you're really leaving out the biceps and most people want to train their biceps somehow and the chin's a good place to do it now if this hurts your elbows it's it's quite probable that your elbows are already hurt from something else yeah they're already inflamed for some other reason probably uh this happens during the squat a lot of times it, the squat is the thing that actually is bothering the elbows and not the not the exercise that you feel the pain on itself okay and we've got plenty of stuff on the internet on the, on the website about how to grip the squat so that it doesn't bother your elbows because an incorrect squat grip is the is the first thing that's going to aggravate your elbows okay so investigate that now plantar fasciitis my wife suffered an injury a couple of years ago running barefoot ever since then she's had a problem with plantar fasciitis i explained to her the only way to fix the problem is to first stop complaining and second get under the bar and train well i bet that ingratiated himself <laughs> into, into the living room I there bet that's not it? how he said it no probably not <laughs> I believe this is good advice, but is there anything you know of to help? She has attempted many internet approach, internet approved recovery protocols, massage, special shoes, stretches, other shit that costs money and doesn't work, and nothing seems to help. Once again, many thanks, all this shit. All right, now, here is plantar fasciitis. I had plantar fasciitis for about three months, four months back in 2001 when we were building the gym i was on a ladder some part of every day with my heels hanging off of the ladder and this irritated the piss out of my plantar fascia all right and i tried all that shit too tried the golf ball massage tried all this stuff they make a uh 
a a couple of different devices to uh uh to hold your feet at about 90 degrees of dorsiflexion so that you can sleep in dorsiflexion and the idea of that is that uh the plantar fascia tries to heal while you're asleep and if you're in kind of normal anatomical plantar flexion then the minute you stand up in the morning and you elongate that back into 90 degrees of dorsiflexion you're going to tear the the healing that took place overnight while you were trying to sleep so the idea is to try to sleep with your foot at 90 degrees of dorsiflexion i don't know if that works or not i can't sleep with my feet locked into a goofy ass position like that so i never tried that what happened with me is is i got off the ladder and it went away in three or four weeks just one morning i woke up and it was fine all right now her situation uh she was running barefoot Why would you run barefoot? Maybe she read an article. Because she's on the beach or? She read an article or a So book. she can ground. <clears throat> Do what? Ground, where you get in touch with the soil, feel the energy. Oh, I see. Yeah. So it's an electrical phenomena yeah, that, yeah. like, with a pyramid in your front pocket yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Crystals. Crystals. Yeah. Okay. All right. Holy mine, mine just went away. California, too. Sedona, Arizona yeah. bullshit. There's mine, a certain, mine just went away too. It's like it's like ten, any tendon thing, right? It's just, yeah. You've got it, and it sucks really bad. You figure then, out you figure out ways to not continue aggravating it, right? And then eventually it, it kind of just, it just away. goes away. And I don't. I think mine was uh, was just wearing shitty. Sh- I was on my feet in cheap dress shoes for yeah. eight eight ten hours a day, and that's what did it. And it was awful for about a year. Yeah. And then. Uh, yeah, and then one day it just it just stopped after I probably after I'd gotten better shoes. Well, uh, the first thing that I would suggest for your wife is to uh, not run barefoot ever again because that's you know one of the most amazing developments of this thing we call civilization is, <laughs> is shoes. You know, keeps you from getting hookworms. <laughs> you know, it's all kind of things that keeps you from cutting your feet open on sharp remnants of yeah arrowheads that you have flaked off of the chunk of flint you know that litter the ground around your campsite right so shoes are very important and uh get her some good shoes um but my experience with it is it just it just resolves if you quit pissing it off it resolves for me i got off of the ladder you know hanging your heels off the ladder puts a lot of stress on the plantar fascia and i was you know doing that for several hours a day while we were building the building the gym and it, you know it, we got finished i got off the ladder it went away nick's experience was the same thing get her some better shoes and uh load her up with uh ibuprofen and uh, a little bit of tylenol to help with the analgesia training will help for sure start deadlifting about the same time and squatting in it yeah training helps you know i wonder if she's training or not 
Is she training? You don't say whether she's training. No, she's not. Because said- you, You're saying that you want to get her under the bar and train after you get her to stop complaining. Man, I think you've already fucked this up. <laughs> Kanye, I believe you have fucked this up already. Uh, but that's, that's, you know, those are our thoughts on the situation. All right. Chad Robinson uh, says, I recently listened to a podcast from a doctor in Texas. He's a doctor, and he's from Texas. This apparently is instant credibility. (laughs) Former Special Forces medic, even more credibility, where he admitted that his weight was too high. At 5'6", he's 200 pounds. No, his weight is not too high. His height is too short. Okay. And he wanted to be 175 with the explanation that the extra weight is harder on the heart. What? I think I know who he's talking about. He is a doctor, even though he doesn't understand about stress recovery adaptation. During my NLP, I went from a body weight of 175 to 215. My first thought after hearing this was that my heart was now under additional stress. However, upon further analysis, I concluded that due to my adaptation, my heart had had to have gotten stronger as well, and I need not concern myself anymore. Imagine that. You, Chad, are smarter than your doctor here. Well, I don't guess he's your doctor. He's a former Special Forces medic, and he's a doctor, and he's in Texas. Did I draw the correct conclusion? Can you elaborate on how the heart adapts during the novice linear progression? Heart adapts just like anything does. Everything adapts. Muscles adapt, obviously. Ligaments and tendons adapt. Bones adapt brains adapt and the cardiovascular system adapts too okay for example uh during a heavy squat your blood pressure uh, probably shows systolic and diastolic of 330 over maybe 185 okay that's normal but since you didn't just walk in off the street and do a 495 squat first day you were in the gym the process of getting strong enough to do a 495 squat adapted everything to do the 495 squat not just the muscles and the tendons and the ligaments and the bones all right everything involved in producing the force of the 495 squat adapted to the production of that force and that includes your heart all right now i don't know why that's so difficult to understand uh but lots and lots of people don't seem to they seem to think you just fall into the gym off of your special forces parachute walk over to the squat rack take out 495 and squat it right that's that's not the process (laughs) process is one of adaptation over time if everything's under stress everything that's under stress adapts okay everything adapts all right i know he's a little short guy at five six he's 200 pounds he wanted to be 175 well just stop eating 
Stop eating. Get weak. Lose a bunch of muscle mass, and you'll be 175. Okay. Easy. Easy enough, you know. It's easier to lose weight than it is to get your squat 500. Certainly, certainly that's easier. And uh, I don't know. I hadn't heard that podcast, but... uh, I mean, you've included your numbers here, and you're doing pretty good. Uh, but I, I think your your point is well taken, and it, it needs to be uh, kept in mind that the process of stress, recovery, and adaptation affects all of the tissues in the body that are under the stress of the stress event. All right? The squat affects everything. This is one of the reasons why barbell training is so far superior to every other form of strength training is because it virtually all of the exercises have an effect on all of the tissues and stress is applied to the whole system and the whole system responds to the stress by adapting to it that includes the cardiorespiratory system all right so uh you know, as we like to say here at the Starting Strength Podcast, sometimes people are wrong. You've heard of that, haven't you? People being wrong happens all the time, especially to doctors, even to special forces medics in Texas. Okay. All right. You boys got anything else you want to add? No, you you've covered cheerful? it. Cheerful? You've covered it all. I covered all of that, but what, you know, anything else you want to talk about? Rusty's inability to kill. Oh, come on. Rusty can't kill Animals a simple fucking coyote. every day to your house in droves. I mean, you've got Five coyotes you've got out of my house. Fucking with my poor little old dog out there by herself. Yep. Everybody who's not in Texas, it's uh, he's talking about coyotes. Coyotes. We don't call them that. We just call them coyotes. And uh, we're right and you're wrong. You've heard of that being wrong, right? <laughs> is, that a coyotes. is that a Yankee thing? Coyotes are cartoon animals. Right. Coyotes are these little canids that, canis latrans, they run around out in the desert southwest. And I've got a hell of a bunch of them out there by my house. And they've gotten bold. They don't show up when I'm sitting out there they, for three hours. They don't show yeah. up. Well, they're they're afraid of you. Yeah, Terrified. They're afraid of you. They could smell his hair product. They they knew you were there, and see how prudent they are, because you're a deadly vicious motherfucker. <laughs> Only when I have my rifle ready. <laughs> well, they, uh, you know, you know, poor Bjorny. Just we lost Bjorny a couple of weeks ago, and. The landscape has changed out there, and uh, coyotes seem to know. They seem to know he's gone. They were coming up even before that because he had some surgery, and and he wasn't able to chase them and stuff, and they came up and started fucking with him, and and now they're just running around with impunity. Uh, Hell, they're probably inside my house wall. Who knows? (laughs) Who knows? You know, there's... Coyotes are bad about shitting on everything because they want you to see it. They want you to know it's there. 
if you paid attention you drive down the highway you'll see coyote shit on the road that's just what they do they're marking their territory they're counting coup like the indians used to do when i was walking your property because i was following their footsteps in the oh, snow it's all, all over, over the place. it's all over you know it didn't used to be that way yeah. they're much much more invasive now than they were so we're gonna have to we're gonna have to shoot a couple of the cute little guys uh gonna have a new puppy here pretty soon and can't have them bothering my little puppy so when i get one will you allow me to wear it as yeah. a cape fine with me okay. tan it first okay okay just don't scan it <laughs> yeah don't no, okay. don't no, that'll I'll be get a, tan first. You, you won't smell good if you okay. do that right. people will not understand <laughs> <laughs> if you just skin it and put it on, put it on. <laughs> yeah you'll you know, people will go rusty's really <laughs> i always thought he was fucked he, up he was fucked up <laughs> all the whole time for sure. that whole time he was fucked up <laughs> oh god all right let's get out of here ready bye